Welcome to Movie Time Machine, your retro movie review and pop culture podcast where we take movies from the past, relive them in the present, and talk about what we're streaming today. I'm your host, Chad, and joining me this week is Mr. Fish Rap Factory himself, Jamie. Thank you for joining. Hey, happy to be here. And as always, our living encyclopedia of movie knowledge and NES cart collector. Hope he's still there, James. User is experiencing some connecting issues, but recording is being saved locally. Okay. Hmm. Damn it. Can you hear me, Jamie? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I was wondering if you wanted to press forward or give him a minute or two. Yeah, let's hold tight. Damn it. I'm actually going to have to edit this. <laughs> I'm actually going to have to edit audio now. Shit. Uh, so Casey's at the. We'll just wait till he hops back in, then we'll make it official. Um, okay. Or you introduce him or whatever. But so Casey not joining us because that dingus got a ticket, <clears throat> a lower bowl ticket to the Timberwolves versus the Grizzlies tonight. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Those Timberwolves, eh? They kind of. I wonder what. Went, What's that? I, no, I was just curious what face value is for tickets right now for the Wolves because they're so good. I don't know. The last time I was checking like around like it was like that week of Christmas, like the last week and a half, essentially December. And like the tickets weren't that bad. Like some like the big ticket like matchups, like when LeBron was in town, like those were I think those were like the highest priced Timberwolves seating tickets ever. Yeah, I've I've noticed that in the past too and it always feels like kind of a crapshoot because is that going to be a load management day for LeBron, right? Like there's no guarantee he's going to yeah, play. Exactly. But that doesn't change the price of the ticket. So, no. But I've been wanting to go you know, where you can grab tickets for I think it's, you know, like 20 bucks and I don't know, bring the kids and I don't know. Sometimes most of the fun is just like being there and cheering and getting loud. So, oh, yeah. The roar has been restored. Oh, yeah. These okay. the roar has been restored. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty decent. Hey, James, are you back? Uh, yeah, I'm back. I, if you Whoa, guys can hear me, hot fine. Mic. Hot mic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Tone it down. Take it easy. It down, Jackson. All right. And here's our living encyclopedia of movie knowledge and NES cart collector. It's James. All I kept on thinking was what a great Oregon Trail-esque game this would have made. Like, <laughs> choose the correct answer. And uh, like, do you get put in a wood chipper? Do you get to pass go? Like, what's going to happen with whatever Minnesota saying? <laughs> Maybe you stop and you have some hot dish. Who's to say? Who's the funny looking guy? Oh my god! Wait. Can you can you pick the funny looking guy out of a lineup? That's, <laughs> that's my favorite how? part. Is like the the second guy who he's like, oh yeah, we were at the bar and he was like, he was a funny looking guy. Like it was never. He's got a mustache. He's got brown hair. It was just yep. <laughs> like when he said that. I just like I said it out loud right before he said it, and I started dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's over there by uh, White Bear. What's like White Bear? Like oh maybe maybe I was thinking Moose. Moose Lake up there, you know, they're so close together. Maybe that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking that white bear. <laughs> well, well, see you later. <laughs> that whole conversation. <clears throat> I don't want to get too far into it, but that whole conversation, that guy talking, it almost that starts out like uh, an old Minnesota man telling a joke. Well, for sure. And you know, that's what. You know? <laughs> Yeah, again, not he comes right in and he says, I don't know. He's just kind of funny looking, you know, and uh, <laughs> it's like he says he's coming in here looking for a fun time. Eh? And I was like, I don't know. I'm not that I'm not that this isn't that kind of place. And he's like, oh, yeah, you think you got a problem with that? You should have seen the last guy that had a problem with that. He's not looking <laughs> too good there. <laughs> <laughs> he tells me to go. To heck. He doesn't say go to heck if you take my meaning. Why don't you go to H-E-double hockey stick? (laughs) 
I mean, people, I mean, as far as like, if your families grew up around here, like I do feel like you, everybody's grandparent had a friend that talked like this, but I don't feel like my family members did. And maybe I was just immune to that. <laughs> oh, this was like, uh, uncle Joe. This is, <laughs> this was my uncle Joe. I did that. Then yes, my, like, my older, like uncles, great uncles. Yeah. They had some pretty, pretty thick accents, you know, But before I get into the topic of the week, let's catch up, see what we've been watching or streaming. Jamie, you weren't with us last time we got together. It was just James and I. But uh, why don't you fill us in? Like, what, what, catch us up? What have you been watching? Anything that you care to share? Yeah, I, well, I will say I did listen to the episode. Great job, fellas. It was, oh, it was a good thank one. Thank you. Bravo. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah, we we're, uh, we're definitely open to feedback. Him now. <laughs> we're definitely open to, open to feedback. <laughs> no, you did you leave a comment great. below? <laughs> I, I should have. I thought about it, but I didn't want to, you know, rig the election or whatever. <laughs> rig it. I, I like that uh, from our last episode, I believe, Chad, you said no longer have Twitter, so don't do that. And so I like that Jamie's longtime listener, first time caller, and he's going to let us have a piece of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> Long time, first time. Long time, first time. No, it's it's cool hearing the um, the eighties stuff, like about Ali Sheedy and how hot she was at the time. Because my first Ali Sheedy exposure was The Breakfast Club. But it's like, oh yeah, these these people have been in movies for a long time, and just you know, Matthew Broderick is in another movie Mm -hmm. where he hacks into the computer to cut class and stuff. It's just funny how these things happen. Yeah, got typecasted as a hacker. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, and I didn't even know that that used to, it wasn't illegal, probably because they didn't know what they were dealing with. So that was a fun little nugget, too. See, I learned something from you guys. You learned something. I know. I know, like hacking. It's Like right now, it's like today's vape pen. We didn't know. We thought it was just water. Yeah. <laughs> it's just vapor. It's not going to kill you. Duh. Yeah. Do you, I remember specifically like a guy at work, last words. I remember a guy at work like was like vaping in the store and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, it's not a cigarette. So it's okay. Like the signs say no tobacco. <laughs> like, and I'm like, that's cause they haven't updated the signs. <laughs> what is your <Yeah>. problem? <laughs> Sorry that we're not as fast as technology. <laughs> oh, there's this guy at the gym and he's, he he's you know those guys who are jacked but they're not scary and then there's the guys that are jacked that are a little scary. He's one of the latter and he was and I started smelling this you know I was keeping to myself and there there wasn't a problem or anything but you know we're I couldn't both stop looking, looking at him Jamie said I couldn't stop looking at him. <laughs> I couldn't stop Ooh, looking at him. that smell. But then I <laughs> can't I, just smell I that smell. This, smell. Yeah, it's like a peach or a strawberry and I look over and he's just ripping this vape pen in between sets. And I mean, like, heavy weights. And I, it was just one of those, like, what is going on kind of moments, you know? Like, he, he's fighting some sort of different battle over there with the bench press. And I, I yeah, yeah, I start looking around for other people. Like, I'm not alone with this guy, right? There's other people here, right? Okay. Anyway, um, I've been watching The Wire. I <laughs> I found season five at the library because I haven't finished the show and I don't have Max, but I found season five. So I'm halfway through and yeah, I don't want it to end. I see what they're doing with some characters and it's still a good show. I just I, I don't like it. <laughs> but if that makes sense, it makes sense if you've seen season five. Is this your first run through? I, I've never made it to the end. I've seen okay. the first the first season several times and then seasons like two and four, like two or three times each maybe, but I've never finished it. So yeah, we like stopped at like four, like the first episode in a four, like <clears throat> not because we didn't like it. It was just whatever, like things happened. <laughs> yeah. And now we've been talking about like, we want to go back and rewatch it again and just finish the series. But Let yeah, two, you, you do. <clears throat> I feel like season two, that's like the that's always the controversial season. Yeah. Yeah. Where they right? switch that's to the, the one at, the, at the docks. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I, I love to, but I understand why people don't because it's such a departure and kind of rocks your system. 
Yeah. I, I've always wanted to start The Wire. It's definitely one of those, like, everybody says it's one of the best uh, shows on television. Like, if you look up, like, even over the course of the years from its completion, it's kind of like Sopranos in that way when you talk about when the top 25 shows of all time come out, like the wire always makes the cut. I've just never started it. So I, I really want to do it. I just haven't committed. James. And I, one thing I will say is I know you're a bedtime viewer. This is one that requires your full attention. It's one of those, like you got to lock in and focus. You think, you know me, Uh, uh-uh. I'm not a bedtime (laughs) viewer when it comes to shows like that. I'm not watching the Americans right before bed. I'm watching Kath and Kim before bed. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm watching Tron, the cartoon, before bed. <laughs> I'm not watching, because otherwise I'll stay up till midnight and be very upset with myself. So no, no. if I'm watching The Wire, it's definitely like with dinner. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Oh, I thought you were going to say because you would just fall asleep like me, because I would <laughs> fall asleep. That's why if it's like over like 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, so that's it. the, that's one of the. Uh, perks of not having children. Uh, as soon as I start something in bed, I don't immediately fall asleep. <laughs> but if I want to, I could. I don't know. I, th- I, d- I don't think it's children. I just think I'm getting old. Well, there's that too. I mean, all of us act accordingly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's that's it for me. I'm trying to take it one show at a time because that's really all I have time for right now. But yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, what I jump into next. Kath and Kim did sound fun, so I might give that a whirl. All right, Chad, let's talk about it. Let's just rip the bandit off of Kath and Kim. Yeah, I go. almost I almost quit on it. And because I was I was finding myself like because like I said, that was I put it on as a bedtime show, but I found myself like more annoyed with the show or just bored at the time. And so I I kept on thinking, man, I really just need to put on something else to go to bed too. Like that I can ignore, but then I couldn't stop ignoring it. I don't know. So I'm on season two, episode like 10, Matt, to this point. So if that gives you any idea, I definitely kept with it. And it is so dumb, but I do laugh quite a bit at like their <laughs> antics. Um, also, yes. fun fact, like I, it's like you know it the whole show, but I finally had to look it up. Kath and Kim in real life, they play a, a daughter, mother and daughter on the show. <laughs> They're like yeah. one year apart in age. One was born in like yeah. 60 and one was born in 61. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, this all tracks. I mean, that's what it looks like, but, but except for how they <laughs> act. Oh man. Uh, but the way they, um, yeah. just some of their like quirks, like every show has, like you did it before on a podcast on one of the episodes. And I didn't realize what it was though. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> thing. Kim, it, Kim, look at me, Kim, Kim, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like, there's just, they have these different things that I, they're, they're enjoyable and like the whole thing, like all their characters are, they just have their own little bits, um, which I do yeah. enjoy. So, yeah, um, they're also dumb. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is like where I'm like, how much kind of this can I get? But now I've gotten to the point where it's a, the perfect sleep show. Cause yeah, I, I sometimes don't even get 10 minutes in and I'm like, I'm like, all right, I can finish this one up tomorrow. <laughs> so it's fine, <laughs> but it, it's, I'm enjoying it enough though. I'll tell you that much. Have, I love it when they interact with the, the shop ladies at the mall. Which are them, aren't they? The Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where like the 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 upper crust accents, you know, but Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I love that show. I'm liking it. Um otherwise uh, I haven't moved on to anything else really new. It's all uh I'm still watching the Americans. I'm on like season four, halfway through, and it's um yeah, you're just white knuckling it this whole time because it's getting a little bit more edgy. Um, and then I started. How many a show... seasons is that? I forget. So I think it's is six because it I think because I think it's six, five or six because I thought at the end of season three, like I thought that was like the last finale episode. Like there was so much that got wrapped up in it, and then all of a sudden, next thing I know, there's more. And I was like, wait, what? I was content. <laughs> like I was content with the storylines. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think there's like six seasons, but it's still, I mean, it still gets my attention. Like every, like it's all well-written, well-acted. I don't know. I really enjoy it. So still recommending that. And then I started, um, Tin Star with Tim Roth, uh, plays a small town Canadian sheriff, but he's got his own, uh, Scotland Yard undercover detective backstory, uh, where there's lots going on. Um, so it's, a uh, 
I so far I'm really enjoying that too. So I definitely recommend that if you like Tim Roth and it's uh, I'm on season two. Fun fact: his wife in the show um, is Mom Mothra from uh, the TV show we like, the Star Wars TV show we like. Jenny Andor, Evil Riley. Andor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's in oh, there, sweet. and like it took me a second because she's like got her long, like it's, I don't know if that's just her normal hair color, but it's like long and blonde, and I'm like I know this voice and I know yeah. this face, <laughs> and then I'm like oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh it's good though. I recommend both. Awesome! I can't wait till season two of Andor comes out whenever that comes across. Well, but <laughs> agreed. Well, and I heard uh, it, this is all coming from a guy from work, but he was like. Hey, James, I got good news and bad news for you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what's that? He goes, there will be no Mandalorian season four. And I'm like, oh, oh. yeah. And he goes, but it, there will be a Mandalorian movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and it, but it got me in a rock and a hard place where the shows have been so good. And like the quality, like we've talked about many times, has gotten so good where I was like, do I want a movie or do I want like six episodes to take down. Um, so interesting dilemma yeah. I have. So, but yeah, that'll be fun. Hey, Jamie, what, what did you finish the Mandalorian? No, where did I stall out? Um, God, I haven't, I haven't done this for a long time. I, I thought I, I love the segue. I thought it was, I was laughing a lot in my head. I'm like, Oh my God. I know where this is going. <laughs> um, I think middle of season two. I I got it. I got to give it another try. I I was having fun with it. I don't know what happened. It was fun. You were having, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. It was, it was a good show. That's the one. I know what happened. Survivor happened, (laughs) dude. Survivor happened. Season (laughs) forty-five. I'm telling you, it was actually pretty mid-season, but there were some fun characters on there. In case you're wondering. (laughs) Oh well, speaking of reality TV reality shows this is kind of survivor ish um we've been watching a series called alone yeah Um, have you heard of this yeah it was um they had like one season on netflix so we watched that season and that's really cool if you're not familiar with it it's like they take i think it starts with like 10 people and you get sent out into the wilderness. So I think most of this was somewhere in Alaska. And um, there's like a certain t- there's a certain amount of space I think they have between you and these other people. And you might be like spread far apart. I thought there's maybe some people that were in Canada doing this. But anyway, regardless, and the whole thing is they just drop you off. You can bring some basic stuff like you can bring in like two pair of extra underwear you get like a backpack you get like a pan for water etc and then the contest is is like whoever can last the longest so then it's like throughout you know people start to like drop out either because they're getting sick or like they're just getting lonely and they can't take it they just want to be back with their family or whatever loved ones etc but yeah we just finished i think it was like season nine or season ten of that um the other night that was really good I love that shit. Um, it's oh, I haven't finished this season, the one that's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. cool. I've seen probably like four or five seasons, but not this one that's on here. Sweet. Yeah, this is a great yeah, show. It's really good. It's really good. Learn a lot of like random like survival stuff in there, but a lot about <laughs> you know like bacteria's that'll make you sick. Yeah, the shits. <laughs> but they start. It's. A lot of the same things get repeated a lot, but but I think that's great because I think it like sticks with mm-hmm. you a little bit more. It's talking about like, yeah, when you're, you know, haven't eaten for this many days and you're dehydrated, then your body starts doing this to like give itself energy, you know, um, like your blood pressure drops and then your body starts, you know, pulling from your heart, <laughs> you oh. know, like for and it's just like, oh, it's just so good, man. There's there's one season I won't spoil which one or who it is, but let, there's a big guy and he doesn't find food for probably like probably a month. He goes without catching or finding food. So he's just subsisting on like what fat reserves and moss. It is the craziest thing I've ever seen. No spoiler wow. alerts beyond that. But it was it's like unbelievable willpower that these people have. Yeah, 
It's some it's some crazy shit. So now all I'm thinking about is like I love it. it was like, like when Dw- Dwight dropped off Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> like the, just like the no, I can't even say forest. Like it was like in the the back of a Best Buy, but there was trees. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> wild. Um, not do we Casey. actually have a guest? Yeah, do we have Casey here coming Casey, in? No, from... my computer started working, so I was trying to see if I could subtly switch over. <laughs> no. Oh, not Casey. Gotcha. <laughs> yep. So, so hold I was on. Like, oh, are we going to be getting a live report from inside Target Center? Oh, coming to you live from Target Center. It's Casey. Casey, what's going on at Target Center? Oh, it's just really loud. I was getting really excited here. We got a tip off coming tonight at nine o'clock. Oh, the Timberwolves are hot. They're the number one in the West. That's two month anniversary today since they've been number one in the West. This is so cool. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was a pretty good Casey. That was. A- was that a good case? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are you going to switch over? Are you going to cross I, over? I was going to oh, try, offline. but it also, like I can see the name on, oh, I'm skipping it right now. So we'll, we'll casually just keep going through the motions and I'll see if I can do it. Okay, man, you're really, I'm going to have to do a lot of edits now. You think so? I usually don't edit it. I usually don't edit this pod at all. <laughs> I just make sure, unless I write something down, like make sure that this is edited out because we don't want anyone to get in trouble or feel bad. But anyway, hey, that's what we what we've been watching. And James just fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, look at that! Look at that! Perfect. Perfect. Can we do? Can we do like a one, two, three? Can we do like a count together? We'll go one, two, three, go. And that would give me like a track to line up this new portion of this recording. because so it's going to be off by like 20 minutes. So, OK, just just. All right, ready? One, two, two, three, three go, go. <laughs> That okay, we're gonna go one, two, three, go together. All right, this time, ready? Did I lose both of you? Ready? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> one, two, one, two, three, three, go, go. Okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> that was more difficult than I thought it would be. Okay, so topic. Of the week, movie of the week is the movie Fargo, released in the year 1996. This is a Cone Brothers jam about our prideful Minnesota, where we all live as of today while we're doing this pod. So kick it off. Is this I, I me personally, I've seen this before, but it's been a very long time. I think even maybe the last time I saw it was maybe it's like you just turn something on. I was like, oh, Fargo's on. And like caught like the last hour of it or 30 minutes or something like that. So what was like, what was it like for you? Has it been a while since you've seen this film? Is this, I think everyone's seen this before, but um, just thoughts on Fargo. Well, Jamie, I'm going to pass the torch, the baton to you since, um, yeah, you weren't with us last week. So Fargo. Thanks, Chad. Um, I had not seen this maybe since high school and I had vague memories of what the movie was about. I remembered the general plot, but I couldn't remember the finer points of, um, you know, what happens to all of the characters. I remember there's a lot of death. I remember Steve Buscemi and the wood chipper and I remember it being a comedy, but I also don't remember how dark it is. It's really dark. I mean, it really leans into the black comedy of that statement, but also, I don't remember how funny this is. I was like howling <laughs> with laughter in several scenes. It is so goddamn funny. And I, I shouldn't be surprised because like The Big Lebowski is one of my all-time favorite movies. So the Coens can do comedy. But man, I, I could not have loved this movie more on this watch. And I 
one thing I'll say before I kick it over to you guys, I forgot just how fucking awful Jerry Lundegaard is. Like, he never appears on the list of, you know, best villains in a film or whatever, but he absolutely is, man. It's like Voldemort, Colonel Hans Landa, freaking Jerry Lundegaard. He's terrible. <laughs> I would love your list of villains. <laughs> You're like top 25 and why. That'd be a great list. I'm going to work on it. I was thinking about it and I, he, he, he's, but you're not wrong. He's, you're not terrible. He has no remorse over anything that he has done. No. Yeah. Ultimate selfishness, right? What is anybody else wondering? Like, where's the son? Like they found him in that hotel room and it's like, where's your kid been this whole time? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh yeah. He's just, he's just playing pond hockey and sad that his mom is dead. Or actually, no, oh, he, just he doesn't to, even know. He just went to McDonald's. Oh, yeah, God. Oh, that's yeah. right. He went to McDonald's. Hey, you know they're just not drinking milkshakes down there. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's... I, what are you Jamie, watching? I agree with the you. Gophers. <laughs> the Gophers. <laughs> I agree with you that he's, like, a bad dude. But, like, as far as this movie being a black comedy, that's what's so delightful about this movie is the banter. Like, you're just the whole time, like, shaking your head going, this isn't real life. But it is. <laughs> like, there's all these terrible things that are happening in between all of these, like, oh, I won my... I won that junior painting award and now I'm going to get a stamp made with my ducks. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, they write so well, like the, what the like banal plain things of like everyday life, <laughs> you know, that, that occur. Um, that's because I, what was it? Uh, I read another thing about the dialogue, about like you feel like a lot of the dialogue was like maybe ad libbed and uh, like William H. Macy's <clears throat> dialogue. And like, nope, it was like to the, like to the T, what was on the script, like even down to like the stuttering and everything was like how they wrote this film. But yeah, it was awesome. That's well, that's why I think it's so funny is like you don't think about um, like. Yeah, you really don't think about William H. Macy's character in this as like the villain not too long afterwards. Now I can't stop thinking about it, Jamie. But I like how William H. Macy like auditioned for this, didn't hear anything back, and then apparently went to like the first day of shooting and was like, "No, goddamn it, I'm t- I'm I am Jerry Lundegaard. Otherwise, I'm going to kill your dogs." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or whatever that fun fact was. Yeah, uh, which is just like it's funny that like he was just so passionate about that he was like, nope, I'm gonna be this guy, and yes. so and someone else is gonna fuck it up or something like that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, and then also like uh, for like Oscar stuff. So this was up for screenplay, um, and then it was up for uh, or, it won, or was it? Did it win? I think it won for best actress for Frances McDormand. So which is like you wouldn't like you wouldn't think it, uh, but obviously knowing her or seeing her in other things, you're like, yeah, this must've been very difficult <laughs> to like, to put this character on. <laughs> yeah. I think you shared it in the chat, but what was the book that they made them all read? Um, oh, it was like, how it was how called to how to speak Minnesotan. Yeah. And it was from <laughs> yeah. like, somebody from Prairie home <laughs> companion, or like it was based off of like a Prairie home companion episode. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, that's right. That's right. Which I was like, well, I, yeah, that all, that all tracks why they all talk like this. <laughs> Because obviously, for Very Home <laughs> Companion, it's just this exaggerated version of everything. But like, but yeah. so I had, to a point, like you said, Chad, with like your uncle, like it's not super far off. But it, I don't know. <laughs> but it is to the point of being a little annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like one of those things too that when I mean, maybe like the accents aren't like that extreme, but when when you're out of your element, say. <laughs> Especially like when <clears throat> I know it's like when we were out on the East Coast, like it's like, oh, you must be from from the Midwest <laughs> or whatever. Like, oh, it's like it just like stuck out like a sore thumb kind of thing. But I even like I even have moments where I'm just listening to maybe like I feel like an old man when I say this, like listening to like the local news. Like I want to watch watch the weather. <laughs> But I like listen to like some of like the news anchors. I was like, ah, it's not like that pronounced, but there's a little bit of that. That Minnesotan is is in there. Um, yeah, no. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I guess now I what I want to go back and listen to is so they were um, before uh, before uh, Lundergaard's uh, wife got kidnapped. She was watching like a show, like kind of like U.S. Not, like Good Morning America, except for it was a local one from uh, here in the eighties. So now I'm kind of curious, like, what did those anchors sound like? <laughs> like, did we did we just pass them, like, listening, watching them on TV and going, like, crap, they they nailed it. That's exactly what everyone in this movie sounds like. So right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think it does, James. I think the and I, I watch I finished it today. So I think it was 90 minutes. Thank you, Coens. Um, but I think the only people who don't are the hotel workers, like when she um is trying to check in and find her room that's the only time i notice that you know they don't have the accents other than like you know steve buscemi um but i think otherwise it's pretty yeah buscemi was just speaking buscemi (laughs) (laughs) which i don't know i feel like i feel like he's one of us he talks like us (laughs) yeah or maybe just me because i talk fast right (laughs) i don't know Um, we don't talk too fast around here do we (laughs) I try to have a normal pace during podcast time. Oh, um, I do like, uh, and I don't know if this is just fun for us, or I mean, I shouldn't say it. I know it is, but when they are throwing out different towns and um, things in the area, like uh, so when they're talking about Wiper Lake, they're talking about how they're in Bloomington. I think the bar that was supposed to be North Dakota was actually Northeast Minneapolis um, because yeah, there wasn't the any snow. Clubs. Yeah, so. Yeah, it was um, just like, like Central and yeah. Yeah, I know even like one of the I think it's the scene where they're handing off the ransom money and he, uh Bashemi shoots um the dad. But when they're on top of that parking ramp, there's like that smokestack in the background. It's like the three giant smokestacks from like it's like downtown. I think it's like right across from Target Field. Yeah. Now. I recognize but yeah, I was it. like, oh, I recognize that. Then there's like when it cuts the other other direction, like facing the old um, the dad, it was. Uh, oh, I was like, oh, that's like the side of the St. Thomas buildings. I used to stare at those buildings all the time when I had my first office uh, location down there. <clears throat> but that's yeah, kind of cool, like seeing right. some of those like recognizable. Um, you know, local, like very local landmarks, very local landmarks, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah that king uh, of clubs place i think all that place in like northeast now has all been like demolished and redeveloped oh sad yeah sad you could so do... it goes <laughs> so it goes yeah that's progress you know <laughs> <laughs> i don't that's know if this so is cool, the egg... is sorry james it, it's just no you got how it it's both things at once right it's the accents are so exaggerated. People don't talk like that, but you will catch people saying certain words or phrases maybe with that accentuated thing unless you go really north. And then I have met a person who talks just like Marge Gunderson, like those people do exist. But it's so sure. grounded in all of the like real Twin Cities areas that it does make it authentic. You're like, oh, yeah, there's Highway 100 right there behind Jerry, yeah. you know, out of the diner. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh so at the very beginning of this movie, and I'm curious about this, like I didn't know this, like that's something we could do is say all these events are based on a true story. Or is it like, it is all of that now with disinformation, the based on a true story is so loose that it can be a story that somebody heard once. But like, I, it wasn't until I was doing the trivia about the movie that i even knew this actually wasn't i always thought this was based on a true story oh yeah <laughs> yeah it was uh i was reading that two um the coen brothers like kept from the cast for like like three weeks in the shooting before they told them that it actually wasn't a like true just story. kidding because i yeah. was just thinking i was thinking to myself i'm like maybe it's just the ignorance in me but i'm like man i was like it seems like they could find you know, escorts and hookers pretty dang easily in the Twin Cities area. And I, I wouldn't even know where to go about that. Um, but it seemed like these boys from far. <laughs> got to go exactly to the to the pancake house. Yeah, I guess like you just need to know the right people, I guess. I don't know. 
but then like i'm what i'm like from a somebody else watching a movie about a called fargo about minnesota like the only thing about far that's fargo is that's where the meeting at the beginning of the movie was from and mm-hmm. i think the coen brothers said that sounded cooler than bloomington or yeah. or, 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 or white like Bear brainerd Lake. i think it's called yeah, brainerd <laughs> um but like everybody else watching this i feel like they have this like dark vision of like hey there's minnesota nice and then this is the other side i guess you know it's pretty cold there so what else are they gonna do <laughs> like probably just <laughs> murder people and have escorts around yeah i was uh i caught like a segment of like one of the interviews and they're saying um you know like minnesota like when you have a population that is so so polite is you typically like you find that in like these uh repressed <laughs> societies <laughs> and they which will often become like some of the most violent <laughs> i was like oh i see i see what you're thinking here but like is that like one of those things where i mean you see all the time in movies about uh, that have canadians in there like somebody somebody runs into somebody with their car in Canada and the Canadian guy gets up off of the ice and goes, Oh, sorry. Didn't see you there. <laughs> like, and, right. it's just, <laughs> and it's like, okay, is that how it really is? Or like Canadians are watching movies like that going, screw you guys. I would have kicked that guy's ass. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm curious for you guys. Cause I mean, you, you were born and raised here. Does it, does it feel, um, does it feel real? And like, how did people respond to it when it came out? Were were they like, was everyone in on the joke, or were any was anyone pissed off about it? Um, tell tell me everything. I mean, I don't remember the. Res- I don't remember. I, I don't remember, but I don't feel okay. like if you talk about it right now, like not one person. I've never heard anybody go, "Oh, that freaking movie!" Like everybody, I think was just like. I thought it's a, I think everybody's on the same page. Like it's a very enjoyable movie. And then everyone remembers the wood chipper scene. Like, so they're like, Oh my yes. gosh, that ending. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like it yes. just ends on such a note that I don't, but I've never heard anybody around here go like, Oh man, I can't stand that movie. Like, cause they butcher the Minnesota accent. Who cares? <laughs> like, I don't know. I think we're, so in that sense, I think we're all in on the joke. Also, it helps that, and maybe not everybody knows this, but aren't the Coen brothers from here? Like, so I think they're in on the joke, which is the important thing. And they got the dialogue down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They're from St. Louis Park, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. God. Jamie, when did you come here? When did you get um, involved? When did I get involved? So I came here. Yeah, you friggin' transplant. <laughs> I've been here since 2008. I started in college and then I moved here full time um, in 2015. So I'm, God, what is that? 18 to 2008, 18. So, tw- so it's only going to be, and this really trips me out, four years until I've lived here longer than I've lived in Denver. Is that right? No, it's less than that weird it's less than that because i was 18 when i moved um but one thing i have noticed about minnesotans is i think the minnesota nice thing is real you know people are friendly but there's also like you said chad there's the repression is there right if you spend more than a week here and you notice a little bit of minnesota nasty as i like to call it and and it's (laughs) that's just like my fun term for it it's not you know it's like the passive aggression i call the minnesota nasty but you guys want to hear my theory um this is based on nothing but i think that part of it comes from living in a place and this is such a generalization this is so not true of all minnesotans you know obviously but i think that and this is probably complete bullshit but i think it's because we live in a place that does get so cold that you know the elements are real it is really threatening out there i think there's an element of distance where i don't want to get too close to you because i might have to invite you inside for like warmth and food if shit really gets <laughs> bad out there you know like, i might have to take care oh, of man. you if we get too close so. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you were gonna say like uh, that. It's that seasonal disorder, like oh, that dim light is a bitch. <laughs> so all of us get a little feisty because we're in it six months out of the year. 
I mean, I'll give I'll give it no. to you as far as I mean, the cold. I mean, I'm one of the minority in this, but like when it gets really cold outside, and I get it. Like if you're something that's working outside or constantly out there, I get it. But I am all about the hibernating or even being out there in the cold. Like it makes me enjoy. I think that's why all of us enjoy like the spring and the summer and the fall so much um, because of when it hits the cold. So I don't mind when it happens. Um, it also allows me to take away that guilt when I choose to binge watch the wire um, through the whole month of January <laughs> because of the weather. Uh, but like last year for us, last year was definitely that it was a true six months of winter. Like a lot of time it's like that inside, not even inside joke where, Oh, how's spring, summer, fall, winter, winter, winter. Like as far as your like eight seasons that Minnesota has um, last year was like a legit six months of dumpings of snow. And so far, you know, knock on wood, we really haven't seen that this year. And like, you know, we're mid January at this point. Um, so it's not like it happens often, uh, but when it does, like we feel it. <laughs> yeah. Last year was rough. That was, that was a lot. I think that might've been the most snow that's fallen collectively since I've lived here. I've never seen him. I mean, yeah. Was, what is it? The breaking a record. Snow. Well, yeah. I was gonna say, is it like, uh, wasn't it <clears throat> Buffalo just got in Buffalo, New York got 22 inches and potentially three feet more coming like tonight. <laughs> It's what I think I heard. Yeah, they've gotten like five feet so far this week. Oh, and so, so like that's the thing is like with our like global warming situation, you know, climate change situation. Like I don't like we're not the norm anymore. It's like oh, Minnesota always gets this. No, it feels like everyone's getting some weird front. Um, so it's like we're not alone anymore. But I'd rather take all this snow rather than an earthquake any day of the week. So. Oh yeah, yeah. you betcha. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. If my house shakes, I want to know what to do. I go under the table there, and I hope for the best. <laughs> hope the foundation's sturdy. If the bones I, are good, it's. I, and I love living here. I really do. It's. It's really um, grown on me. I absolutely love it, and I do love like the winter reputation, right? Because as you mentioned, with global warming we have a lot of fresh water, right? So when people are like, Oh my God, it's so cold. I can never live there. Like, great. Don't, <laughs> like, yeah, don't. don't come here ever. Stay far away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard Seattle's nice. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. There's lots of lakefront property now in Seattle. Right. That's what they say in the future. Um, <laughs> yeah. What was I, I, I had a thought and I lost it. Like, Two times in a row. That's not good. That's um, uh-oh. While you're thinking of the thought, Chad, like talking about yeah. like the Minnesota part of it, and so uh, Jamie, tell me about this then. So, because I don't know if this is just the architecture of where we are, or if it's always like this, like this is just a U.S. thing, but. Everything, everything they show in the movie, like whether it's inside the house or even inside his like uh, the store dealership and all this, but especially the inside. Uh, um, his house like i was like man this just t like everyone had a friend who had a house similar to this like where the cabinets look the same way the fridge looked the same like the small tv in the kitchen or whatever and it just felt like very like early 90s late 80s minnesota house to me and i don't know if i was the only one who kind of felt that but like everywhere that they shot like that also not just like the outside and like the grayness and the snow plows going by and like why, where they were filming um, like they really, I think nailed like the Minnesota atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> nope. That's just, I'm nope. rolling on that one. <laughs> nope. Well, nope. that's all the time we got for today. I guess I, I had, I had friends I hung out with in Edina and White Bear Lake and, uh, <laughs> Oh God, I forgot what I was going to say again. <laughs> Oh no, we're losing Chad. Oh, oh let's note the time. Know, Forty-one minutes this in. One. Chad can cut. <laughs> Forty-one. Cut, cut James' thought. <laughs> oh shit! Dunch. No, about um, I was trying to <laughs> talk about your your weather claim here about the the weather patterns this season. I was like, it it if you would have read the news last spring and summer that we're going to be moving into a El Nina pattern was forming. <laughs> It's Spanish for the, the Nino. Nino. <laughs> anyway, where were we? 
I lost my thought like 500 times. And um, <laughs> Jamie gave his thoughts. James gave his thoughts. Well, let's talk about how um, Steve Buscemi had about 150 lines to his uh, blonde hair, typically Russian like counterpart. or something like that. <laughs> oh <laughs> 15 grunts in yaz. <laughs> like, it was 15. <laughs> Pancakes. Yeah, it did you guys... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, now we broke this glass. Now I can't can't I not hear all of us say yeah, and I can't I tell if we're doing it on purpose. <laughs> see, this is, this is the thing I was saying. Like, we're always just in it, so we can't tell. I mean, it but Hollywood's got us nailed. Than... Like, even oh, yeah. Bobby's mom in Bobby's world was, oh, you betcha. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like I mean, we had a lot of Minnesota cartoons, right. didn't we? Like Bobby's World and uh, what was the was Louis Anderson show? Louis, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Louis, Louis, Louis. Louis. Did when I was just looking for like film, like what came out in '96. Also, same year as this film. Um, I also found a film called Feeling Minnesota that came hmm. out. Do you know about this? Is this Soundgarden? Looking California, feeling maybe it's inspired. Is it related? As as no, it's Keanu Reeves, uh, Vincent uh, D'Onofrio, and Cameron Diaz. No way! I was like, oh, was was there like a Minnesota vibe going on in '96? I was like, was this on the? We got to get another Minnesota movie out before the end of the year. I mean, I don't think I've seen that one, but like when you started describing it, it made me think of, um, can't even think of the name of it. It's the one with Renee Zellweger and she like goes to New Ulm, Minnesota, like in a factory and everyone talks like they do in Fargo. No doubt. (laughs) I don't know what that is. I'm trying to think of what it was. Trying to think of what it was called. Uh, Whatever. It's probably called like Uptown Girl or something. I have no idea. <laughs> well, awesome i i really enjoyed this movie um kind of like you said earlier james i like one of the most memorable things still i was like what are you always going to remember it's it's always that wood chipper scene and um ever since the first time seeing that like that's the first thing i think of every time i see a wood chipper like the city's like pulling the wood chipper through the like down the the road cutting down trees like oh my god stand back don't get caught in that wood chipper it's going to chew you up (laughs) but yeah oh and and using a red window scraper to kind of mark where your cash box is oh so funny they and they well yeah. and we don't need to but they oh, never get back Mike. to that <laughs> no right i thought they didn't yeah it just ends with uh marge and her husband well, so I one thing i did probably... wanna, i want want to ask you In guys the... is have you guys watched the fargo tv series uh the pilot of the first episode but that's about it but i mean i've heard nothing but good things it's just i haven't gotten into it much like the wire yeah it's like season one is awesome Two is good. Then I feel like it kind of trailed off. And I hear this latest latest season five is supposed to be like really, really good. Um, I think uh, Ham, John, John, Ham, <laughs> John Ham is in it. Uh, he plays a baddie in it. So we just finished like the first episode of that. So I'll talk about that when we talk about what we've been streaming on the next pod. OK, but question. So I've heard yeah. rumor that. It doesn't have like the same characters as just takes place in the universe. How is the vocal tone of the show then? Because I could see oh, if like, they did a whole series with like the accents super laid thick like that. I could see people being turned off of it and not wanting to continue watching the series. No, it's they the characters are mixed up like some not everybody has the accent. Um, so it's not as. So there's a lot of transplants. Um, it's pretty realistic. Exaggerated. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. there. The, the Minnesota stuff is there. Zellweger movie. But. It's called New in Town. So I wasn't. I had, You're had the word town man. right. Damn. Yeah. Um, nice. A Miami, Florida businesswoman adjusts to her new life in small Minis- in a small Minnesota town. 
I mean, the love interest is Harry Connick Jr., so you know it's got to be good. Uh, what year did that come out? Uh, 2009. The only reason you'll want to watch this, chat is because J.K. Simmons is in it, but that's about it. J- <laughs> okay. Just keep Simmons. Just keep So Matthew McConaughey calls him. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of that, did you guys want my quick yeah. uh, rundown of the Mean Girls musical movie? All right, yeah, that's uh, that's our oh, part yeah. of the conversation. So before, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, it was it was pretty fetch. It was pretty fetch. It was. It was pretty fetch. Yeah. So on the three point scale, three being great and one being bad what would what would you rate it oh i rated it i rated a three you'd rate it a one jamie would say two he would see the joy of the movie i would give it a one huh just just my thought also because well i mean i I like the first mean girls oh damn <laughs> There's the one. That's guy. why. Yeah. There it is. There you but go. otherwise, there you go. But otherwise, some, I mean, but otherwise, the jokes, uh, they have a lot of the same jokes, but like they have a lot of jokes that were like similar to the original, but updated. Um, and so, I mean, I laughed out loud quite a few times in the show. So, uh, I don't know. I definitely recommend it. Nice. How long is it? Is it 90 minutes? Uh, an hour and 50, I want to say. Um, and then speaking of musicals and you guys can call me out and say no, but I noticed cats is on Netflix. <laughs> I was just thinking like, what a great movie musical for us to critique. I know. And I saw it was under my kid's profile and I was like, what? same dude. I mean, <laughs> the rumor is that they CGI Jason Derulo's D out of it. So I'm sure it's kid friendly now. <laughs> oh boy. Was that really a thing? Apparently it was too big in the cat suit. Like they had no choice because it was like nothing to the imagination was the rumor. <laughs> oh, he's just like naturally as a fat hog. <laughs> like the director's like, there's no, they're like, man, he sounds amazing, but I can't take my eyes off of that baby arm. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I got it. Fargo, I can't. Fargo. I can't get that on my head. All right, uh, let's see here. Yeah, cats. I'm not getting. I'm not getting conned by my children to watch that. But uh, now that I say that, it'll probably happen. You know what's weird about that movie that I I noticed, Chad, is the the trailer on Netflix because it was on my kid's profile too. Is Taylor Swift? It's the Taylor Swift scene, but that's not how they released the movie. You know that wasn't. Oh, not at all. When the movie came yeah. out, she she has like a super minor bit part, but we all know why. That's yeah. the part that they show on the, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, no, it's funny because when you say like that, Jamie, like they're tailoring it to what the time was. And so like I think in the trailer, like it was like shots of Jason Derulo um, and singing. And then also it was shots of like the, um, the prima ballerina from uh, like the American Beauty Cat or like Ballet Academy. And James Corden, like, cause like James Corden car, car karaoke was like super popular. Um, so like, I feel like those were the scenes like they showed in the trailer. And then at the end, they like cut like a quick cut scene, like a flash of Taylor Swift. And that's it. No, you're and now that's how right. they're promoting I, it. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about carpool karaoke, but you're right. That's why. Yeah, that was huge. Huge. Speaking of Taylor Swift. I think we talked about this uh, last week, James, but the Jamie, have you seen the the Taylor Swift documentary? Oh, no, it's, no, like, the, the, it's like dealing the it's like something like dealing with Taylor Swift or some shit like that. Yeah. The, oh, that part was great. I remember you guys talking about that and how oh. <laughs> what was it? They were trying to trademark shake it off. Players. Players, players got to play. play. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. About a song that came out like in two thousand, like five. Yeah. Well, was that's like, why man, Mar- we're doing that's players going to play. Hate is going to hate when we were in high school. Mar- <laughs> Marge tried to sue Usher funny. because Usher took Yeah from her, and Marge is like, yeah. no, Yeah's my thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But James, I think you may have 
indirectly laid out the best legal argument for that when you were talking about blurred lines in the Marvin Gaye song. It's like if I'm in a loud, crowded room and I can't see what the song is called, but I think it's this one song, but it's actually the other one, then you probably plagiarize it. I was like, that that was well done. I, I never thought of it in those terms, but I was like, yeah, that's how like there you go. That's how you know if it's, you know, if you have a legal case or not. The, Absolutely, uh, yeah. Credence, who's the Credence singer? Um, damn, he when he went out Creed he or like on a John CCR. Fogarty. Oh, Fogarty. John CCR Credence CCR. That's the same yeah. thing. Right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Credence Clearwater Revival. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Because when he went solo, I can't remember what song it was. He wrote something, and then because he when he went solo, he went to a different record company and then his old com- record company that was that had like owned the CCR shit sued him for plagiarizing a song that uh he wrote you know when he was oh, supposed to oh my god um yeah and they he lost um but anyway i forget what i was trying to get to with that story is well i guess chad then do you if know the, if that but i was going to say like that song i just i can't remember the name of the song exactly but i was like there's no way that is like it barely even like maybe sounds like it kind of i don't know maybe like a riff where the when you think about blurred lines i was like oh no that's just like indistinguishable 100 <laughs> percent. well and uh, chad I, that's what i was gonna ask was um with the taylor uh shoot i lost it, it there was something else going on with taylor swift where i was wondering like where somebody was trying to sue her for something else. And I'm like, do they think they're going to win this uh, against? Oh, sorry. That's what I'm just wondering. <laughs> it wasn't suing. How can Taylor do her own music again? So like the new CDs she put out because whatever that scooter Braun has her original catalog and owns the rights. So then she just put yeah. out her music again. How does that work where scooter can't sue for that? Is it cause didn't she re-release it like remakes? Yeah, like it's still like I'm I'm guessing to an extent she still owns part of it, but she just can't. Like she's not getting any what royalties off of this catalog. I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah. So what you're saying is she music stuff is a farce. She needs to record the Taylor Swift version of the John Fogerty album to get him out. Yeah. Oh God, yes. (laughs) Yes. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Is that John Fogarty? I don't know. Or Centerfield. Yeah. <laughs> now all I can think of is... Now I just want to watch Little Big League before I go to bed, because that's all Little I can Big. think about now. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that uh, that Taylor Swift documentary, man. That is some shit. Then I saw like CNN was like promoting it through like via something else I was watching, not CNN. It was like CNN presents the whatever this documentary, like battling Taylor Swift or whatever the hell it was called. I was like, man, Oh my God. That is some bogus shit. <laughs> I know. Anyway, I want the next documentary, which is how much did this person like lose or did the lawyer go pro bono to try to like gain the millions from Taylor. <laughs> like how much money did this cost this no name yeah. band? I know. And be like, if you're so good anyway, how come I haven't heard of you before? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you need that one line really, really badly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, but I don't know like, anything else. <laughs> well, you think of other things oh. like, uh, what was it? Speaking of Minnesota again, um, Jesse Ventura, where, like, sued um the guy who wrote the american sniper novel like or his widow for defamation or whatever i don't know like a story that he said didn't happen and the guy who wrote it had already passed so no one could corroborate or something so he won (laughs) (laughs) oh my god whatever but yeah everybody trying to make a buck jesse 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 I think that was the first election I ever participated in was voting for Ventura. (laughs) We have you on tape saying it. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I don't care. It's yeah. I don't know. I admit to that story all the time. 
<laughs> it's not the craziest so, story anymore by any means. <laughs> no, no, because, well, what people say, like, I don't know how people can vote for Trump. I'd be like, I don't know. It just happens. I was like, I voted for Ventura. There was something that was happening, <laughs> you know, like, except there's like, I think he he was like a third party candidate, I think, when he was running Ventura, that is. So like really split the split the ticket. But I don't know. I'm Fargo out. We covered a lot. <laughs> Go back oh, and edit this. Last question. I'm I'm <laughs> oh, so sorry. Oh, 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 oh no, oh. it's fine. We almost made it out. Why is this called Fargo? I understand that it begins in Fargo and ends there, but why is yeah, this called James, Fargo? James, we know that Jamie is like checked out <laughs> through like eighty percent of this plot. <laughs> Well, it's also because it's also because I talk so fast that he must have missed what I said. So the the Cohen brothers, see, they they didn't want to call it Brainerd. It didn't have such a snappy Hollywood poster style oh, title, so they called it already? Fargo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh fuck me! Yeah. Oh, oh my! Are you drinking some of that Indeed high fiver too, or what? Oh, you know, it was a late right. night last oh, night. Yeah. I think I'm feeling the oh, effects. Yeah. Man, on a school, <laughs> on a school night. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh geez. Oh boy. All righty then. Well, now that, that was special. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, if we would have been smart, we could have prepared like our list of like our best Minnesota sayings or quotes. Oh jeez. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd have to pay attention a lot harder when watching because. <laughs> I think the fact that they say yeah, like it. Th- I mean, it definitely takes you out. To, like, really, like, oh my god! Like, and at some point, you just get loopy and start laughing about it. I don't know about you guys, but I, that's why I was like, yeah. you, anything could have been happening. But the next scene, as soon as she's like, oh, wood chipper, huh? Like, I would just, I would just be dead. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't. And he, I, and he kept the sock. You know on. what the sock, though? The sock must have got caught in the gears. Oh yeah. I didn't. I don't recall hearing any opes. Oh, oh, oh! Well, that's a good call. That's yeah. very, oh. Oh, very real. Right past you. Oh, oh yeah. Oops. Oh. Oops. And uh, what about what is it? A skosh. 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 Skull. <laughs> Skull. Nugans? A, a skosh? I've heard someone say like a skosh. A skosh. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. <laughs> I I do this at work, but I do it because Jack Black says it in Saving Silverman where you go, oh, hold on. Let me just move over a skosh. Like that? No, I think it's like a measurement? A skosh. Like a skosh. Okay. Like I got, a I small got amount? <laughs> like a tiny bit? Yeah. Skosh? Like a tiny yeah. bit. Like yeah. A, like measurement. Oh, yeah. I don't know this. Hmm. I just Googled it. I've, I've never heard someone use that. And... Oh, yeah. So I guess I didn't yeah, realize it was are, Minnesota. Those are, those are, I don't know. Those hmm. are maybe elite circles. <laughs> 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 or uh, what's like another, maybe this is like a Minnesota, Wisconsin thing, but like the Oli and Lena, Oli and Lena jokes. I've heard Did you grow up with those, James? No idea what you're talking nope, about. Nope, but then again, my father would... I don't think I count. My father was English, <laughs> like British. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. So, so we're, I, my parents were transplants. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see you, here. I you know what was, we yeah. didn't see? Holy is the, uh, the uh, Minnesota oh, goodbye. Also, the Minnesota goodbye. Oh, yeah, the Minnesota you know. goodbye. I've had to really like to try to house. try to train my family on how I'm not doing a Minnesota goodbye. I do like a like sometimes my wife and I will do like a okay, um, we're gonna get ready to go soon. So if you have you want to say like go around and say goodbye to everybody, then they're like we're just gonna say goodbye everybody, we're leaving, and then we just leave. <laughs> I love it because <laughs> like my sister, man, my sister will like trap you and. <laughs> talk about something then like that's the moment all of your other siblings want to come and talk to you it's a trap it's a trap and then it's a trap. and then you miss bedtime by a half hour <laughs> yeah <clears throat> which is which is uh um 
What was I gonna say? What's so he had the Minnesota goodbye, then the the opposite is the Irish goodbye. <laughs> yeah, dude. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. Is that what it's called when you just when, when you just ghost out? You just just ghost out. <laughs> oh, I yeah, do that the, the, all the time. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, it's in your genes, man. It is. It is. It's really hard to pull off with a family. I I would like that you guys are strategizing about it, Chad. That's that's impressive. <laughs> we're out well, there like that. Everybody, we're leaving in fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> get the kids yeah. up. Bring everything to the car. Get the hell out of there. I think the strategy was you. You'd always go like to mom and dad and be like, "Hey, we're going to take off soon. I just wanted to say bye." And we give hugs there, and then we ghost. <laughs> Like, so we say bye, <laughs> right. proper goodbye to your parents, but then you ghost the rest right, of your right. siblings. <laughs> that's well done. Oh, man. That's that's such like a mic drop thing here. Oh, no. Where did James go? Okay. We're going to close it. Close her down. This has been a hectic episode of Movie Time Machine. <laughs> Sorry I did technical not difficult difficult. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry about sorry about that, guys. We got a we got a call in from fake Casey <laughs> or not Casey. <laughs> we didn't get Casey at the game, so I haven't tuned huh. in. Hopefully it's going well so far. Um, so, yeah, thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Movie Time Machine, where we talk about the movie Fargo and other ramblings and more Kath and Kim so that's for the new streak and we also asked Jamie about Mandalorian so what a great episode actually with all of our technical whatevers so thank you for listening and see you next time bye bye bye, bye.